Views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the authors and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of my fabulous sponsors or advertisers. Any content provided by our bloggers or authors are of their own opinions and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. This disclaimer was brought to you by DisclaimerTemplate.com. Hello, my lovely, loyal listeners. It's just Miss Rose. And today is Hump Day, Wednesday, October 26, 2022. And on today's episode of As the Massage Table Turns, we will be continuing driving down the rabbit hole of foolery and Nick and poopery and shenanigans that we've been driving down for the past few months. <laughs> And as you guys recall, we fell down the sinkhole, and we've been driving down the sinkhole. Yeah, we're still in, we're in this, like, we're in this uncharted territory of the rabbit hole. Mm-mm. But that's okay, because as long as you guys are with me, I'm good. So, I want to take a moment to thank you for taking time to pick my podcast today. And we'll be right back after this brief pause for the cause to start today's episode. Did I tell you I love you for listening? I love you for listening, and we'll be right back. All right, my lovely loyal listeners, we are back and we are on the website Oprah.com. And this article is titled How to Recognize a Person Who Will Ruin Your Life. The author of Five Types of People Who Can Ruin Your Life identifies the warning signs by Bill Eddy. Can you trust the person you're dating? The new employee at work? Your investment advisor? You have to decide often in seconds based on very little information. As both a therapist and a lawyer, I've spent a lot of time learning how to read people. Here's the good news. You can trust 80 to 90% of people to be who they say they are and to do what they say they'll do and to follow most of the social rules that help us live together. Now the bad news. There are people who can ruin your life. They will destroy your reputation, your self-esteem, or your career. These folks make up about 10% of humanity. One person in 10. Excuse me. In North America, that's more than 35 million people. Each of these people has an extreme version of what I call a high-conflict personality, HCP. 
Most of us try to resolve or diffuse conflicts, but people with high conflict personalities compulsively escalate disagreements. They usually do this by focusing on targets of blame, whom they mercilessly, mercilessly <laughs> attack verbally, emotionally, financially, litigiously, which means in taking them to court, and sometimes violently, often for months or years, even if the initial conflict was minor. We are going to look at one particular kind of HCP, the love you, hate you type. Maybe you know someone who's extremely charming, friendly, and reasonable one minute, and the next minute they're screaming and attacking you. The speed with which they turn on you is breathtaking. What did I do, you may ask yourself. How can I get out of here? You may be dealing with a borderline HCP someone. Uh, wait a minute. You may be dealing with a borderline HCP. Someone whose high conflict personality is combined with borderline personality disorder a condition that's marked by impulsivity and mood swings. Some borderline HCPs are intense from the start, angry and demanding, but most initially present themselves as extremely friendly, energetic, lovable, and possibly seductive. It can be surprising how quickly a borderline HCP wants to get close to you. He or she lacks ordinary boundaries, even in a casual friendship or as a co-worker. It's this fast intimacy that often hints at the intensity that an HCP can bring to a relationship and to ending that relationship. If you suspect someone you're involved with may be a borderline HCP, look for these signs. All or nothing language. HCPs tend to make statements like, people always abandon me, or people always take advantage of me, but now I'm sticking up for myself and fighting back. This is a particularly seductive statement. It reframes their conflicts to draw you to their side because you believe they are finally being strong after a lifetime of abuse. Later, you realize that they have always been strong and possibly abusive themselves. They just feel like a victim. Even I have been hooked several times by statements like this. Emotional intensity. At first, you may feel excited that this person likes you so much without restraint. It's often not until you have a major conflict that you find out how intensely negative they can be. Before you get to that point, you might begin to feel that the relationship is overwhelming you or moving too quickly for you. You might also feel that your boundaries aren't being respected, even when you have stated them openly. And you might be uncomfortable when this person wants to show loyalty by always taking their side in the argument, wants you to show loyalty by always taking their side in an argument. Aggression. Years ago, a friend told me about her second date with the man she liked. He suddenly reacted negatively to something she said and lightly slapped her on the butt. She was surprised and said to him, 
What was that about? He said it was nothing. Aside from that, he seemed like a nice guy. I asked her if 90% of men she knew would ever do that on a second date, and she realized that they wouldn't. And when he said it was nothing, rather than saying it was accidental or apologizing to her, it was a warning sign. In fact, that's a common dynamic with HCPs of all types. They engage in an aggressive act and then deny it was aggressive. That's a danger sign right there, and you'll want to proceed with caution. Now, that, you guys, is the conclusion of that article, and it was adopted, um, excuse me, adapted from five types of people who can ruin your life, identifying and dealing with narcissists, sociopaths, and other high-conflict personalities by arrangements with Torture, Pedigree, an imprint of Penguin Publishing Group, a division of Penguin Random House, LLC, copyright 2018, Bill Eddy. Okay. And that is the conclusion of that article, How to Recognize a Person Who Will Ruin Your Life on Oprah.com. And we'll be right back with another exciting article on today's episode of As the Massage Table Turns. Did I tell you I love you for listening? I absolutely adore you, my lovely loyal listener, for taking the time out of your day to listen to today, listen to today's podcast. And we'll be right back after this brief pause for the cause. Mwah. All right, my lovely loyal listeners, we are back and we are on the website ourmindfullife.com and this article is titled Nine Signs of Fake Friends How to Tell If You Should Cut Them Off. A list of fake friend signs to spot them and tear their mask off. How do you find out if someone is a fake friend? This is a tough question for me. Just like a toxic relationship, most people don't realize they are in one. When I was going through a breakup, my then best friend avoided me for days. When I confronted her, she said I was too emotional. Worse, she warned all our mutual friends about me being dramatic. And that's how I realized that fake friends don't just hurt you, they make you feel like you are the one to blame. I've learned my lessons the hard way, but looking back, they made me a stronger person and taught me how to love myself. If you are struggling in a fake friendship, here are some red flags to spot them. I hope by going through the list, you can run a health check on your friendship status. If someone hits most of these fake friend signs, it's time to walk away. Signs of fake friends and unhealthy friendships. You initiate most contacts. When you truly care about someone, 
you reach out to them. Communication is a two-way street, and neither of you should do all the bending. A low level of participation is one of the major signs of fake friends. If you feel like you are always the one making efforts, chances are your friends don't really care about you, and you shouldn't either. They only reach out when in need. Fake friends only show up when they need something from you. For example, you haven't talked in days, but they will call you for a lift to the airport or ask you to walk their dogs. Friendship is mutual. Remember, you don't own your fake friend. You don't owe your fake friends anything. And real friends don't just summon you. Your time is more well spent to have fun alone than wasting on your false friends. You feel like an outsider. If you have a bunch of friends who never ask you out or worse, avoid you, you may want to reconsider your relationship with them. Real friends will never make you feel like an outsider. The truth is, real friends will never make you feel like an outsider. They don't just ditch you because you live out of town. If that's the case, they are not taking this friendship as seriously as you do. Excuse me. Fake friends can't see you win. Real friends support each other through darkness and celebrate each other through triumphs. They are happy about our achievements. Fake friends, on the other hand, are those who get salty and jealous when you succeed. So watch out for those who don't clap for you. They ditch you for a boyfriend or a girlfriend. You know each other so well that you think you are BFFs for life. But... Once they get into a romantic relationship, you don't hear from them at all. The thing is, friendships are as important as any relationship. And real friends know how to balance between them. If they treat you like a doormat, be smart enough to cut them off. Liars. Friendship like any relationship, is built on a solid foundation of trust. If your friends lie to you, or worse, spread lies about you, they are not really your friends, and you don't need them anyway. They never defend you. We will remember not the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends. Martin Luther King Jr. In the end, okay, okay, they got this twice. In the end, we will remember not the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends, Martin Luther King Jr. True friends are like chosen families. They lift each other up and have each other's back. But when you befriend a fake person, he or she will never speak up when you need support. You are left alone to deal with misunderstandings 
or wrongdoings. You are belittled. Real friends will not look down on you. They won't call you stupid or ugly. They give constructive suggestions because they genuinely want you to make it. Fake friends, however, don't care how you feel. The more you listen to them, the more powerless you feel. Your goals, your dreams, and your talent are somehow invisible to them. Fake friends use you. Have you ever felt like you were a a tool to your friends? Maybe they use you to get a girl's number. Perhaps they invite you to shop together so you'll queue for them or stand in line for them. Or do they bring you on a road trip just to share the gas fee? Fake friends take advantage of you because they are not scared of losing you. So why should you? What are your experiences with fake friends? So, here are the signs of fake friends. If you had similar experiences, how did you find out their true colors? Share your stories in the comments. Okay? And that, you guys, is the end of that article from ourmindfullife.com. Nine signs of fake friends and how to tell if you should cut them off. (laughs) And we'll be right back with one more exciting article and the conclusion of today's episode of As the Massage Table Turns. Did I tell you I love you for listening? I love you for listening. And we'll be right back. And I hope, hopefully, you don't have any fake friends in your life. And if you do, cut them off. All right. We'll be right back. (laughs) It's time for Dictionary Definition of the Day. Today's Dictionary Definition Word of the Day, brought to you by Oxford Languages, is reciprocal. It's an adjective. Number one, given, felt, or done in return. Number two, of an agreement or obligation, bearing on or binding each of two parties equally. It's also a noun in mathematics, a mathematical expression or function so related to another that the product that their product is one the quantity t- obtained by dividing the number one by a given quantity number two grammar a pronoun or verb expressing mutual action or relationship reciprocal and we'll be right back All right, my lovely loyal listeners, for our last article for today's episode of As the Massage Table Turns, we are 
on the website hackspirit.com. And this article is titled, How to Not Be a Fake Friend, 10 Tips for True Friendship. This was written by Felicity Frankish, updated March 28th, 2022 at 2.33 p.m. True friendship is more valuable than most other things in the world. Having good friends who love and support you in everything you do is important for your overall happiness. A true friend is someone who has your back no matter what. It's a reciprocal relationship. In order to have true friends, you have to be a true friend yourself. It's up to us to make our relationships a priority in life and to put in the effort to develop strong, authentic relationships. Here are 10 tips to help you find true friendship. Number one, consistently be there. True friendship is about being there for your friends whenever they need you. A true friend is a person who follows through. They will drop everything if their friend needs them and put them first when they need it. They will do everything in their power to keep their friends safe and out of harm's way. A true friend doesn't care who is trying to harm their friend. They will always stand up for them when they are in trouble, no matter. They are always on their side. The key to true friendship is this consistency. It's about always being there no matter what. You should be able to rely on your true friend coming to your aid time and time again. Your friend should never have to question whether or not you're going to show up. They should never have to question whether you'll support them and be on their side. They should never have to question whether you're going to judge them for actions they have taken or things they have done. True friendship is completely and utterly without question. They should just know. At the same time, you can expect the same back from them. True friendship is reciprocal. So, what's the difference with a fake friend? A fake friend says what you need to hear in the moment. A fake friend will tell you that they will be there, but when the day comes, something always comes up. Something is always more important than your needs. A fake friend will say they won't judge, but will do exactly that. They will devalue you if you make a mistake and let you know it. A fake friend is very inconsistent. They will be there when it suits them and their image and won't be there when it's an inconvenience. You can't always count on them to support you. 
they could take anyone's side depending on the circumstances. You can't always rely on it being your own. Number two, be honest. Friendship is built on honesty. If you aren't willing to be honest with your close friends, then the friendship is never going to last. With honesty comes empathy and perspective. In order for friends to truly know who each other is, they have to be open and honest with each other. It requires a degree of vulnerability, which is why it's such a special kind of friendship. By truly being honest and letting your friends see the real you, they can trust you and reciprocate. Understanding each other on this deeper level comes with plenty of empathy, perspective to get each other through any tough times that arise. Being able to share these intricate details of your life is a testament to how much your value, well, excuse me, how much you value your friends and their opinions. But it goes further than just being honest about you and your life. You also have to be honest with your friends. This means opening up those difficult conversations that your friends need to hear but don't want to, but won't want to. True friendship is about having their best interests at heart and being willing to be honest with the truth no matter what. So what's the difference with fake friends? Fake friends will happily deceive you in order to give themselves a leg up in the world. While they might openly share snippets of their life, they refuse to open up and reveal their true selves to you. Why? Because they don't want to let anyone else in. They only care about themselves and aren't willing to make themselves vulnerable to anyone. You can't get close to a fake friend for the simple reason that they won't open up enough to allow it. For the same reason, you also can't trust them. Number three, accept your friends for who they are. True friends aren't there to try and change their friends to suit them. They wholeheartedly accept their friends for who they are no matter what. We all have to make difficult choices in life, which can lead us away from our friends and put us on on a different path. Sometimes, We simply have to do what is right for us and what we need. True friends stick around through this thick and thin. They accept the new path you have taken in life and support you through it. Even if you drift a little. Even if you don't see them as much anymore. Even if you don't play that main role in their life anymore. True friends are still there if they're needed. They offer advice when needed and encourage their friend to make the right decision without pressure. At the end of the day, being a true friend means trusting their judgment without question. Friendship doesn't end just because lives change. They see through these times 
with complete and utter acceptance for the person. So, how does this differ from a fake friend? A fake friend accepts you at the moment, but it's conditional. Y'all. If life changes, if you change, or if they simply change their mind, they will happily drop you. They care a lot about other people's opinion. So if it comes down to a popularity contest and they feel like you're drag you're dragging them down, they will drop the dead weight. A fake friend offers up their way or the highway. They aren't interested in trusting their friend's judgment. They just want what's best for them. And if their friend isn't offering this, they will happily leave them behind. Number four, have their best interests at heart. It can be easy to push your beliefs, wants, and desires on your friend because that's what you want for them. But being in a true friendship means putting what they want first and having their best interests at heart. At the same time, a true friend won't just sit back and let their friend waste their life. Oh my goodness, y'all, this keeps changing. <laughs> uh, waste their life, where were we at? Okay, hold on, y'all, wait a minute. Uh, wait a minute. Oh, Lord, y'all, this went all the way back to, the, I don't know where. Okay, okay. Boom, boom, boom. Oh my God, y'all! I don't know where we were. I mean, I know where we were, but it went it it went to a whole nother page, and now I done lost my whole. Where was I? Having that best interest at heart, number four. Okay. All right. At the same time, a true friend won't just sit back and let their friend waste their life. If they see their friend taking a bad path that is having a detrimental effect on on their health or well-being, they step in. A true friend isn't worried about ruffling a few feathers. They aren't worried about upsetting or angering their friend at the moment. The end justifies the means, and they simply want what's best for their friend, no matter what. A true friend wants their friend to be the healthiest and happiest version of themselves. So, how does this differ from a fake friend? A fake friend doesn't like to ruffle the feathers. They simply aren't invested enough in your life to care if you're on the wrong path, making the wrong choices, or taking part in unhealthy habits. They're more interested in the path their own life is taking and will happily sit back and let yours unravel without a second thought. They have more of a it's-your-life attitude and take a back seat to everything that is going on. Number five, always ready to listen. True friendship is about give and take, which means you have to always be willing to lend a listening ear. It's not about being there for the gossip, to hear the latest news, to share your latest news, to share all about your life, to talk about mutual friends. 
It's also about checking in with your friend and making sure they're okay. Remembering important dates like the days their granddad died and touching base to make sure they're managing that day. Listening to a true friend goes so much deeper than the superficial chat. You have to be genuinely interested in the good and the bad and to remember key details and follow up. It means picking up the phone just to check in for the sake of checking in, simply to say hello. So, how does this differ from a fake friend? As you might imagine, a fake friend isn't going to invest themselves in your life. They won't have the attention to detail to remember important dates and moments, and they won't even consider checking in with you just for the sake of it. A fake friend is far too absorbed in their own life to genuinely listen and care what is going on in their friends. A fake friend is likely to check in when it suits them and tends to dominate the conversation. Number six, notices the little things. A true friend is able to see things that other people can't. They can read between the lines of what their friend is saying and understand exactly what they mean and what they need. When their friend says, I'm going okay, the true friends hear, I could do with some help. They know their friend well enough to understand that admitting they are only okay is a big deal for them and is their cry for help. They hear it and they respond. It's about paying attention to the little details that most other people miss. It's about understanding your friend on that deeper level and knowing exactly what they want and need. You take your time to truly understand the heart of your friend. So, how does this differ from a fake friend? A fake friend is the one who hears the word, I'm okay, and takes it at face value. They don't know their friend well enough to read between the lines and really know what they're saying. A fake friend doesn't pay attention to these little details. They are often far, far they, are, wait a minute, they are often far too sidetracked with their own life and other friends and don't have the time to soak up to smaller things. A fake friend won't probe deeper to really know if their friend is okay. They are much happier turning a blind eye and simply getting on with their life. It's much easier this way. And you guys, we're going to take a brief, quick break, and we're going to come back with the conclusion of this article and today's episode of As the Massage Tape Returns. Did I tell you I love you for listening? I love you for listening. I am finding this article absolutely fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. And we'll be right back. Number seven, challenge each other. Being a true friend isn't about keeping the peace and always agreeing with each other. Instead, you need to push each other to grow and be the best version of themselves possible. A true friend wants to see their friend succeed in life, no matter what. And they're along 
for the journey to make sure it happens. A true friend will challenge their friend when it's needed to help them be the best version of themselves. This allows the friends to grow together and form an even stronger bond in the process. A true friend won't hesitate to tell their friend if they're in the wrong. But, of course, they will do it with compassion and empathy. So, how does this differ from a fake friend? A fake friend isn't going to challenge their friend. They are going to keep the peace no matter what. A fake friend lives in the moment. They aren't concerned with turning their friend into the best version of themselves as as they are far too wrapped up in their own lives and doing their own thing. Number eight, respect boundaries. Life is all about setting boundaries with those close to you and ensuring they are respected. Anyone who doesn't respect your boundaries isn't worth keeping in your life. Boundaries are what make you who you are. They are generally based on your life values, which makes them very important to stick to. A true friend will never question these boundaries, and they will always respect them no matter the circumstances. A true friend will never push their friend beyond their boundaries and never try to and make them feel uncomfortable in situations. In fact, a true friend will notice if their friend's boundaries are being pushed by someone and will always step in to help. On the other hand, a fake friend has no respect for boundaries. They are more worried about what people around them think and will happily push a friend's boundaries in order to win a popularity contest. For example, if their friend doesn't like smoking, they will push this boundary and try and get them to join in just because everyone else is. A true friend would never blur this line and put their friend on the spot. It's about mutual respect for each other. Number nine, be loyal. A true friend is loyal. They don't consider the friendship to be something that is fleeting or in the moment. They are looking beyond their here and now into a lasting relationship that will see you both through the years. Being loyal means sticking by your friend no matter what. If they make a bad decision, you stick by them. If they go down the wrong path, you stick by them. If they say the wrong thing, you stick by them. Through the highs and the lows, you never leave their side. Loyalty is at the heart of any friendship. Being able to laugh with your friend, cry with your friend, celebrate with your friend, commiserate with your friend, being there for your friend no matter what. So, how does this differ from a fake friend? 
a fake friend isn't loyal. They are willing to sell their friend out for their own benefit at any point in time. They can't be trusted for this reason. A fake friend doesn't stick around for the bad times and will leave their friend the second they make the wrong decision. Number 10, be you. You can't be a true friend to anyone without first and foremost being yourself. If your friend is a true friend right back to you, they will accept you for who you are and appreciate every little thing about you. When it comes to telling the truth, you have to make sure it is your truth. Don't try and be someone you're not just to win, just to win over friendships. At the end of the day, your friends will see through this and you will become the fake friend, the one who isn't true to themselves at all. This means you have to accept yourself first. Accept who you are, the good and the bad. Once you accept yourself, you will find it much easier to let those close to you in and start developing those true friendships. Finding those true friendships. Now you know exactly what it takes to be a true friend, but you also know what to expect from true friendships in your own life. After all, true friendship is reciprocal. If you are making the effort to be a true friend to someone, then they should be doing the same to you. If you notice you have one too many fake friends in your life, then it's time to dump the dead weight as they are likely to do to you before too long and go on the hunt for some true friendships. There are plenty out there. It just takes a little time and effort to truly connect with another person and then a lifetime of working on it. True friendship doesn't end and it is constantly a work in progress. As long as you're willing to do the hard work, hard yards and make it work, you can guarantee a true friendship will pull through the thick and thin and come out the other side even stronger than, than before. Now, this is asking, can a relationship coach help you too? But it sounds to me like this is an advertisement for that, and it is. So I'm not going to read it, and we are going to thank HackSpirit.com for their absolutely fascinating article, How to Not Be a Fake Friend, 10 Tips for True Trends. 10 Tips for True Friendship by Felicity Frankish. And that, you guys, is the end of this Hump Day Wednesday episode of As the Massage Table Turns. And you know the rules. Don't let anybody take you out of your square. You are the only you on the entire planet, in the entire universe. And no one not a single solitary soul is doing a better job of being you than you. And you know what? If you have 
some fake friends in your life, get rid of them. On that note, we will talk to you tomorrow. Yes, because you guys remember, I'm doing an episode every day this week until we get to next Monday when we begin season three of As the Massage Table Turns. And it will also be episode 200. Woo, woo, woo. And that's because of you guys. You guys keep me going. You, my lovely loyal listeners. Now, thank you again for your time. Please support my sister podcast, Just Miss Rose, which is me, Just Miss Rose, and you. (laughs) Miss Rose out. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye.